Yeah, thank you, Gert. An interesting question and one that deserves a good answer. I'd like to start in third. John and verse two, and and John's writing to his friend Gaius there, and he says, "Dear friend, I pray that you may enjoy good health, and that all may go well with you, even as your soul is getting along well." Now, you know, it's just a friendly greeting at the beginning of a letter, but it does actually make sense. Good physical health can be an asset in maintaining good spiritual health, but more than that. God wants the best for everybody, and He's done that by laying down guidelines in Scripture that can help to keep us in good shape. For instance, Genesis one verse twenty-nine, right there at the end of Creation Week, He lays out an ideal diet, one that He as a Creator knew was best: grains, nuts, and fruit. I, I had a Bible teacher back when I was studying theology, and he said that to me means fruit cake. Because you know, sometimes we look at grains, nuts, and fruits, and we say, "Oh, that's boring. I, I couldn't live on that." God didn't give us a diet or health principles that were boring. He gave us what was best for us, and He gave it to us in an interesting way. But sometimes we've taken those principles and turned them into something boring. Well, we can move on from Genesis one, and sin enters the world in chapter three, and not long after that, we then by、um, Chapters nine and onwards, we find the world devastated by a flood, and at that time, God allows the use of meat or flesh food, but only once the blood's been drained from it. And back then, He also made the difference between clean and unclean foods, and that was then re-emphasized in the Book of Leviticus, chapter eleven. You can basically summarize that whole chapter by by saying that the clean animals are those that are vegetarians. And the unclean animals basically are, are carnivores or, or scavengers. So you know, the Bible recommends you don't eat a dog, you don't eat a pig, because those are animals that scavenge around and eat anything, and therefore they themselves are fuller of disease or have more disease in them than a vegetarian animal would have. And their very meat itself is is tougher and takes longer to go through your digestive tract, and therefore. Can cause problems on on the way through. It's more likely to have worms or or other things in it as well, which may be helpful to you. So the the biblical principle was the ideal diet is vegetarian, but we realise that's not always possible, and there's parts of the world today where it would be impossible to be a vegetarian. And so God says, yes, you can eat meat, but keep it to the clean ones. Make sure the blood's drained out of it. Now that's all in the area of food, and it's in that area that Gert, you, you seem to be asking the question. But of course, there are other issues of health that the Bible also deals with—the、um, proper amounts of work and rest, for instance, or or good hygiene habits and avoiding things that are harmful to us. The Bible's got a lot to say on drunkenness. However, let's emphasise on on Gert. He's quoted us from Matthew fifteen and verse eleven, and he seems to be indicating that these. Old Testament codes of clean and unclean no longer apply by Jesus' time. So, as a Christian, I'm free to eat anything I want. It doesn't matter. Let's have a quick look at the whole chapter. Jesus is in discussion with the religious leaders and with the the crowds in general and with his disciples. The Pharisees were complaining that the disciples didn't wash their hands in the the proper ritual manner before they ate. That meant going through the motions of washing. Even if there was no water present, and Jesus challenged them with other examples, 
of how they turned very practical laws of God right around so that they became a burden rather than a blessing. So what's the difference eating food, whether you've washed your hands right to left or left to right? And, and certainly what's the difference if there's no water? In the Old Testament laws, hygiene was the principle. With the Pharisees, ritual was the principle. And hygiene didn't even come into it. So when Jesus says it's what comes out of a man that's important, not what goes in, he's really laying into them. He's telling them that their hypocritical talking is killing people far more than any dangers from not ritually washing. And then let's remember that all of this was in a Hebrew context. There's no discussion here of clean or unclean foods. It wouldn't even have entered into the equation. Jesus spent his time restoring lives physically with healing, emotionally with comfort, spiritually with teaching that was alive and relevant to folks' needs. Good health was just a part of the package, and a part that Adventists recognise as being important too. And as a result, and this is very interesting, there's been a lot of studies done on Adventist lifestyle, and it means that people live between 5 and 11 years longer. They spend less time in hospital. They have a higher quality of life. And that really isn't the Adventist lifestyle. It's God's design for our lives. Now, we've summarized it in, a, uh, in an acronym, New Start. And that stands for nutrition, exercise, water, sunshine, temperance, air, rest, and trust in divine power. It's putting those eight things together in that biblical context that can really make a difference in your life. If you want to know more about it, Gert or, or anybody else, simply write in and we'll send you a summary. But get the balance of those eight biblical health rules together and I'm sure you're going to feel a lot better.